Faith, Hope and Love, episode 431, the 17th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. God's wisdom, that is, having an understanding heart, is a treasure greater than gold or long life. God's kingdom is more precious a treasure than any other earthly thing, and our efforts and priorities should reflect that. The gospel continues to be a priceless and precious treasure, worthy of all our efforts to explore, and we'll never get to the bottom of it, not in this life anyway. May God, who has so graciously accompanied and given success to our work so often in the past, continue this good work in us and bring it to perfection. This is Faith, Hope and Love. When I was a child My youthful heart when it was running wild But wiser now I will rest those ways Though somehow a part of me can say For faith, hope and love abide And the greatest God is in his holy place, God who unites those who dwell in his house. He himself gives might and strength to his people. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good wishes to everyone today as we gather together to worship God and to listen to God's word and be nourished in word and sacrament. Coming together as God's family, let us first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you call your people to turn away from sin. Lord, have mercy. You teach us wisdom and write your truth in our inmost heart. Christ, have mercy. You forgive sins through the ministry of reconciliation. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
let us pray that God will set our hearts on enduring things. O God, protector of those who hope in you, without whom nothing has firm foundation, nothing is holy, bestow in abundance your mercy upon us, and grant that with you as our ruler and guide, we may use the good things that pass in such a way as to hold fast even now to those that ever endure. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Kings. At Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I should give you. And Solomon said, You have shown great and steadfast love to your servant my father David, because he walked before you in faithfulness in righteousness and in uprightness of heart toward you. And you have kept for him this great and steadfast love and have given him a son to sit on his throne today. And now, O Lord my God, you have made your servant king in place of my father David, although I am only a little child. I do not know how to go out or come in. And your servant is in the midst of the people whom you have chosen, a great people, so numerous they cannot be numbered or counted. Give your servant, therefore, an understanding mind to govern your people, able to discern between good and evil, for who can govern this, your great people? It pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this. God said to him, Because you have asked this, and have not asked for yourself long life or riches, or for the life of your enemies, but have asked for yourself understanding to discern what is right, I now do according to your word. Indeed, I give you a wise and discerning mind. No one like you has been before you, and no one like you shall arise after you. The Word of the Lord Lord, I love your commands. My part I have resolved, O Lord, is to obey your word. The Lord from your mouth means more to me than silver and gold. Let your love be ready to console me by your promise to your servant. Let your love come to me and I shall live, for your law is my delight. This is why I love your commands more than the finest gold. That is why I rule my life by your precepts. I hate false ways. Your will is wonderful indeed, therefore I obey it. 
The unfolding of your word gives light and teaches the simple. Lord, I love your commands. A reading from the letter of St Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. For those whom God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those whom God predestined, he also called. And those whom he called, he also justified. And those whom he justified, he also glorified. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia. Blessed are you, Father of heaven and earth. You have revealed to little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke to the crowds. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which someone found and hid. Then in his joy he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl of great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was full they drew it ashore, sat down and put the good into baskets, but threw out the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all this? They answered, Yes. And he said to them, Therefore every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like the master of a household who brings out his treasure, what is new and what is old. The Gospel of the Lord In the Gospel parable today, a man discovers a treasure in a field, and he immediately sets about selling everything else, everything he possesses, in order that he could possess that one treasure. The treasure of infinite value is God's kingdom. Jesus' good news, being united forever with Jesus in God's family, it's like a rare treasure of a price that cannot be named. God's wisdom 
that is, having an understanding heart, is also a treasure greater than gold or long life. God's kingdom is more precious a treasure than any other earthly thing. And all our efforts and priorities rightly reflect this. It's worth giving up everything else to attain it. It has a richness and a depth that simply cannot ever be fully plumbed. One of these treasures is revealed in the first reading. King Solomon is promised any gift he likes. He could list anything. But instead of asking for wealth or long life or the defeat of his enemies, he asks for wisdom. He prays for an understanding heart. God offers us a way of looking at life that is more valuable than anything else. It changes everything we see and everything we think. It changes our priorities according to God's ways of seeing things. An understanding heart that can discern what's truly good and worthwhile. These are the kinds of things of abiding worth and it's just so beautiful. As I read that parable of the treasure in the field, I'm reminded of that quote from G.K. Chesterton, the great English scholar and writer. And I'm paraphrasing it liberally here. He writes, It's not that Christianity hasn't worked. It's just that nobody's really ever tried it yet. And he has a very interesting point there. I can say that after 25 plus years of priestly ministry, reflecting on the Gospels, and before that, seven years of training, and a lifetime of participation in the prayer and sacraments of the Catholic Church, after all that, I can still truly say, I feel very much like I'm only just scratching the surface of the riches of Jesus' good news. I believe that I've plumbed many of the depths of the Christian faith and its beautiful treasury, but really, having said all of that, because this is a priceless treasure, we're only just scratching the surface of the riches. The Gospels, the sacraments, the teaching of Christ's church, and the wonderful writings of the saints, we couldn't possibly read them all before our life ended. These are all like a rich and huge diamond seam, with much of it under the surface, and at times a little bit of polished or unpolished diamond peeks out through the surface. To look at only a bit of it and dig no further would be the greatest tragedy of all time and quite ill-advised. If we dig deeply into the riches of the church's treasury, we will find and we will keep finding and we will never get to the bottom of it. It's so rich. Certainly, it will continue to satisfy. So I'm delighted to keep digging and mining the richness of what God offers us. It never ceases to astound and draw us deeper. It will never be exhausted. The more we search, the more we find. The more we find, the more we search for you, O Lord, as one of the saints wisely observed. Our faith is a treasure of incredible depth. If one thinks that they've grasped it enough to find this Christian faith wanting, I'm really not sure where they've been digging. The gospel continues to be a priceless, precious, and worthy treasure, worthy of all our efforts to explore. So I must admit, 
when one hears of people saying that they explored the Christian faith and then went off somewhere else to find greater truth, I, I really do wonder what they've been doing and how could they have possibly plumbed the depths of this infinite gift? What on earth were they really exploring? May God, who has so graciously accompanied and given success to our work so often in the past, continue this good work in us and bring it to perfection. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us come before God and present our needs. For the followers of Christ, that we will value our faith as the pearl of great price. Let us pray to the Lord. For world leaders, that like Solomon, they may have the gift of wisdom. Let us pray to the Lord. For a spirit of discernment, that we may abandon what is evil and hold firm to what is good. Let us pray to the Lord. For this community, that we may come to love God's word and allow it to direct our lives. Let us pray to the Lord. For the departed, that those who have worked for the kingdom in this life may come to share it in eternity, especially those for whom we now pray. Let us pray to the Lord. God of wisdom, you know our needs, and so we ask you to grant them through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. 
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands, for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept, O Lord, we pray, the offerings which we bring before the abundance of your gifts, that through the powerful working of your grace, these most sacred mysteries may sanctify our present way of life and lead us to eternal gladness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For you so loved the world, that in your mercy you sent us the Redeemer, to live like us in all things but sin, so that you might love in us what you loved in your Son, by whose obedience we have been restored to those gifts of yours that by sinning we had lost in disobedience. And so, Lord, with all the angels and saints, we too give you thanks, as in exultation we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me.
The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection. And all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commands and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. 
Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Communion Antiphon Bless the Lord, O my soul, and never forget all his benefits. And now a prayer for spiritual communion, in union with those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet, post-communion prayer and reflection.
what has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. We have consumed, O Lord, this divine sacrament, the perpetual memorial of the passion of your Son. Grant, we pray, that this gift, which he himself gave us with love beyond all telling, may profit us for salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you have a wonderful and grace-filled week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Hope and Love Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, by the NCC USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, Arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988, 2007, and this arrangement, Stefan Kelk, 2020. Today I Arise for Tricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2019. Production by KER, 2023. My God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it begins with strength from within. This day I will arise.